Hey guys, uh, this is another episode with a guest. Um, this is uh, Big D from the, <laughs> the podcast Guess What You're Wrong. Yeah, so he came on. He basically responded to a post I did on Reddit that was like, Hey, anybody have any personal stories about woke issues like falling outs with anybody? And he actually did uh, in his personal life. I mean, I didn't really drill, you know. I'd like to hear more about those, but they might be touchy. Uh, but anyway, I did ask him about them. So, uh, yeah, thanks to him for coming on. And I may go on his podcast soon, or I don't know. Uh, but I'll, you know, follow me on the socials so you can see if and when I go on his podcast. He has It's a horror podcast, I guess. He doesn't really... Talk about topical stuff like we did, but, uh, yeah, he had, uh, interesting stories, so check it out. Uh, yeah. I don't know what else you want me to say, like, what am I, like, you know, I shouldn't have to do this intro, but I always forget. To intro people when I'm talking to them. So. Anyway. Go fuck yourself. And uh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. So you have like a podcast? Yeah. Yeah. I do. Uh, I actually have a, a horror movie podcast. Oh. Okay. We just. Uh, watch a. Specific horror movie. And. Ruin the hell out of it. So that uh, anybody that's never watched it. It gets completely spoiled. That's oh, that's it. cool. Yeah, do you talk about um culture issues on there, <laughs> or just like horror stuff? Um, I, I make references from time to time, um, because uh, you know horror movies, whichever era they came out in, seem to di- directly reflect what's going on in the culture at the time. Um. So yeah. most of the time it's inadvertent um, or sideways comments, something like that, um, concerning culture. But they're definitely in there. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, have you talked about... Uh, yeah, because I had uh, posted something on Reddit about um, talking about, like, woke issues. Yeah. And uh, you responded, so I don't know if uh, you have, I guess you referenced those on your. Yeah, well, uh, actually, initially, when I first started my podcast, um, initially it was going to be talking about cultural issues, um, the uh, the division and, you know, talking to different people about how we can uh, remedy that division. But it's just got oh, yeah. too, gets too heated. Um, yeah. There's not, there's not enough people that want to have you know discord and talk. Um, either one side or the other always wants to start an argument, and that's why I fell to horror movies because everybody can watch and enjoy a horror movie. And it doesn't matter what your cultural beliefs are or your political or religious beliefs. Yeah, um, we can watch and agree that it's either a crappy movie or it's a good movie. <laughs> Yeah, what uh what's your podcast called? Guess what? You're wrong. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. 
Yeah, I think what you're wrong. I think that was on your Discord something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my <laughs> uh, that's my Discord. I I do a lot of um, people that subscribe to my Discord. You know, they are guests that come on as guests from time to time. So I go ahead and post what movies are coming up. I try to keep up. Sometimes I don't. Um, sometimes people prefer to use Discord. Sometimes people use Facebook Messenger or phone calls, you know, or Skype, which is all fine. So. Yeah, I'm kind of new to Discord. I mean, I'm in a couple uh, different podcast discords. uh, And one, like it's, um, one podcast is an anti-woke podcast called Disaffected, and it's a, Pretty unfiltered, but then there's another one that, well, I guess another one that's also sort of a anti-woke libertarian thing, and they're, they kind of seem more worried that Discord will ban them at any time, uh, yeah. like, which I didn't really know how. Uh, that I'm not here. sure. I mean, I'm, I know Discord has, has um, a huge... I mean, you can do a lot of things in Discord. There's chats. You can have specific rooms. You, you know, for, for the things that I use it for, um, I'm not going to, I mean, even though I may say things while I'm recording that uh, the populace may not necessarily agree with, I don't think I'm going to get, dis, uh, you know, banned from Discord anytime soon. But there definitely are. Yeah. I have seen groups out there um, that in their chat, they have a lot in that chat um, where... Yeah, if there's a if there's a a Discord overlord, they may be keeping an eye on them. Yeah, like the yeah, like the one um channel they were saying like it kind of it's like if you bring in somebody that reports you, then it happens. But I don't yeah. think. Well, I don't know. Gotta have no, somebody. Yeah. Gotta have somebody tattle on you first. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, goes. Yeah, I was in, well, I guess the first Discord I was in was called Counterweight, and that was like a critical of woke thing, but it was like a couple of years ago. And they, they posted a thing like, hey, uh, more people are joining, so just like be careful. They may be <laughs> infiltrators yeah. or something, but. <laughs> yeah. Usually, when they're small, you can get away with saying things, but when as it as it grows, you gotta be careful of people coming in and saying things or yeah. reporting you on things that are said. Yeah, I get that a lot. I mean, it's the same thing on you know pretty much any social media on Facebook, you know, Instagram. If you get reported uh, from somebody because they don't like something you posted, um, yeah. that's you know you get a suspension notice or. Uh, you know, I get those on Twitter all the time. You've been temporarily suspended for three days because your post went against our guidelines. Because um, I called somebody a retard or something. I don't know. <laughs> you know. Yeah, they. So, uh, you're you're up in New York. Yeah. Oh boy, in the <laughs> city or in the uh, like outside? Uh, I'm in Brooklyn now. Yeah. Well, you're you know you're in the heart of it, dude. Yeah, um, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, I moved here, like, a year or two before the pandemic, and, uh, uh, I was in 
Philadelphia for a couple years before that, and I guess it seems pretty similar, like mostly left wing and uh. I mean, I don't know. Maybe because I'm older, I don't like have I don't hang around a ton of like woke people, I guess. But uh, yeah, I see it. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I deal with it. Literally, literally, I deal with it every day in my work. I, uh, oh. I do uh, field service work. So, you know, I'm always at a different hospital, different pharmacy or something like that. And always, you know, it's like, oh, okay. And uh, these people I'm talking to, you know, you go in uh, some of these college campuses you go to, there's always got a big sign that says, you know, uh, here in this lab, we love is love, you know, and all, Im- all, uh, all immigrants are welcome and um, gender is not important. You know, it's always got a bunch of stuff on it. And yeah, I just got to go, okay, go in here and do my job and get at. Yeah. So you drop, you deliver stuff or? Uh, no, I do uh, certifications and repairs of uh, laboratory equipment, biological safety equipment. Okay. You know, always in hospitals and college labs and pharmaceutical manufacturing places, that kind of stuff. Yeah, my uh, siblings work in hospitals, and I don't really think they've encountered that yet. Like, although they're in like South Jersey, but uh, um, I think in hospitals, it's a it's a little different. Um, well, I think now it, it's um. I think there's a lot of topics uh, within the woke culture that, that are affecting hospitals now. Yeah. Um, but I think early on it was the whole COVID thing. Yeah. You know, I mean, you had the people that were on the front lines in the hospital, the nurses and the doctors. Um, they really didn't know what the hell was going on. You know, they were like, ah, they know what the government's telling them. They know what uh, the CDC is saying and everything. Um, and they're trying, and for the most part, I think that they were, they tried to do their best, you know, with what they had. Um, but, then it came around to the vaccination. Uh, who's vaccinated, who's not? So they had to deal with that uh, yeah. whole woke um, movement with uh, the vaccination. So I think, you know, hospitals, they deal with their own, uh, I say, sliver of the woke culture. Yeah. You know, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, I didn't really expect uh, it to get so political <laughs> with the... Uh... I know there were flu shots before, but they were never like a, I'm a good person because I got a flu shot. It was never like that. It was like, uh, well, I mean, at the start of the pandemic, I got it more because I was like, all right, everyone's freaking out. Everyone's not sure what's going on. But then I just kept going and now it's still like, um, there's still like a percentage of people here in the city where like, they'll, I don't know if they'll ever give masking up, you know? They just do yeah. it still. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the the uh the whole jab thing got got so you know politicized. Now me, I'm a libertarian and you know, I, I really lean more towards an anarcho capitalist kind of side of libertarianism where you know, I don't care what you do, but anytime the government comes in and says, Here, this is for your best, this is for you, the best thing for you to do. I'm going to question it. Yeah. And because the government comes in and says, we need you to do this to protect everybody. 
uh, I kind of shy away from it, you know, immediately. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess that was more the, uh, I don't know, yeah, like, I guess the whole do this to protect, maybe if you <laughs> come across somebody that's compromised, maybe what if they, it's like all this hypothetical stuff, like, and it was like, well, that, I mean, every flu season, that would, that would have been the case, too, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I, I didn't, I didn't buy into the whole, um, vaccination, uh, controversy that was going on because I, 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 I questioned the government on anything, anything that they do. Yeah. So, I mean, it wasn't something new or something that I just chose. It's anytime the government comes to me and says, Hey, this is uh this is something important. I question it because it's coming from the government, the state. No. Yeah, and it was like also the whole big pharma. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> which everybody millions was millions like, of taxpayer dollars. Yeah, that is a whole like. I guess I talked to that with that other uh, podcast that called the Dim Side. She was on, and she's I guess libertarian too. And like, yeah, and me and my friend also talk about how what is it that makes like it's just weird like people. To us, it's, like, so obvious you would question all that stuff, but a lot of people just, it's just kind of weird, like, what makes a person question the government? Yeah, I think, I think for the most part, uh, for for a, a long, long time, um, the state, you know, the federal government has been building a, um, I want to say, a dumbed-down uh, populace. You know, they, they're, they're, they're building a populace that is more dependent on them. Yeah. More and more and more. I mean, that's why, you know, you know, our social programs are almost uh, almost busted because there's so many people on welfare, food stamps, you know, health, uh, all that good stuff. And I think that's that was done by design because they've created a whole population of people that now, whenever their government says something, they just fall in line and say, okay. They yeah. don't question it. Um. And I, and I think, honestly, I think that that's almost half of the population. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess you never know, because, like, most people don't speak out, even if they are skeptical, and they just kind of yeah. keep their head down. Yeah, most people just go with, uh, you know, status quo. They just keep doing what they're doing. Um, most people, especially people that disagree um, especially nowadays, they don't want to say anything because they're afraid of getting fired or of getting canceled, of, you know, their kids being bullied in school because of it or uh, something happening with the teachers. You know, there's so much stuff that, I mean, this woke culture has affected, has directly um, touched so many aspects of our life. People are scared. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was like, I guess I started to notice the uh, woke stuff creeping in, like, I guess things started to get more progressive leading up to, like, you know, 2016, and then yeah, 
And then over the pandemic, like, I mean, with the uh, Black Lives Matter stuff started, like, I was, like, blown away by everybody immediately was like, all right, I have to post a black square now. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, people that, like, and, I would never expect to just knee-jerk do that. It was weird. But, uh, yeah, I, I, that whole black square thing on social media, I was like, I didn't, never, I didn't understand that. No. I mean, what, uh, I mean, if you, let's talk about Black Lives Matter. I mean, this was a huge movement that grew out of the death of George Floyd, as horrendous as it was. Um, you know, regardless of, of of the circumstances surrounding that death, it was horrendous. Yeah. Any human being that dies like that, I don't care if it's black, white, man, woman, whatever, it's horrendous. I mean, I think I think every every sane person can agree with that. Yeah. But then BLM grew out of that, and it allowed them for you know the summer of love. You know, when cities were burning and portions of uh, cities were being taken over, it allowed those people to get away with it, you know, because of the woke culture. Uh, you can't say nothing, you know, to them. They're burning cars and buildings. But uh, you can't say anything because yeah. it's racist. You know, uh, a, a black man was killed by police. You can't do anything about that. You got to let them do what they, they got to vent. Come on, really? Yeah, and like, uh, I mean, the first thing, like, I noticed because, like, I don't know, it just seemed like, uh, I guess the thing that make that I most noticed was like, you know, these are the white people that are going out and like protesting or whatever. Like, are the are people that like don't hang out in those black communities, like <laughs> in here or like, you know. They you really, that? yeah. I mean, they're just not. <laughs> <laughs> it so it was almost like oh, this is like a class thing, maybe like where college kids, like I guess it could be any race, but I guess mostly the white ones around wherever. Like, but a lot of people would be like, "What's going on?" Like, see all that happen. I don't know. Yeah, and that's, and this is the thing that I. I couldn't understand. For so many years, blacks fought for equality. You know, they wanted to be able to live their lives like everybody else, which they should, should be able to, without any repercussions at all. For so many years, they fought for that. And all it took was for one black man to get killed by the police. And now all of a sudden, we're back to uh, spoiled, rich, white people talking for them, not letting them talk yeah. for themselves anymore. You know, that was kind of, okay, something interesting. You know, and it's the same thing that's going on now um, with this whole trans women, the whole trans thing. Yeah. You know, women have fought for so long to be recognized as equal in our society. And now, basically what it is, is you have... Um, men are proving, are now seemingly are proving to women that men can do everything better than a woman, even being a woman. Yeah. You know, and that is ridiculous. I mean, with this whole Dylan Mulvaney thing and, uh, you know, Bud Light and Nike and all this stuff that he's getting, it's ridiculous. Um, 
he celebrates his 365 days of girlhood. I, I think I think it's disrespectful to women, um, and I think it. I think women should be pissed. Women should not <laughs> should be outraged about this. Yeah, there's like some outspoken women like that aren't afraid to be called turfs or whatever, but it's like a few of them, but I don't know why, but like it took the Bud Light thing for people to get really upset. Like I just think it was one thing too many, like like I know Rogan would other people like Rogan is like, Oh, who cares? It's like uh but it's it's just like the last straw kind of like it's like, all right, come on. <laughs> I don't know. Well, to be honest with you, the anybody with 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 some taste buds has been boycotting Bud Light for twenty odd years now. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, Bud Light's not a very good beer to begin with. But one thing, I mean, I'm not pissed off for Bud Light for doing it. I mean, they're they're, they're their own business. Do what you want to do. But with that, you're going to take the consequences when you make a stupid mistake. You know, they've already lost what, like one point two billion dollars in revenue just in a week. I mean, come on. You know, yeah. Know your know who your who who buys your beer, who buys Bud Light. You know, you should know your you should know your audience, know your your crowd that you're selling to before you start doing things like this. Yeah, I think it's like the it's another. Well, you know, with the uh george floyd thing like every company all of a sudden put like a lot more dei stuff going on like my company like every corporation all of a sudden put a bunch of woke stuff in their company which like you're not you were never supposed to be political like that in in every workplace you know (laughs) but and then you know there's this whole thing with esg and then Mm -hmm. so i think with that it was like and I could see this happening with any company. Like, I did see a thing like saying the oh the executives didn't know like that happened. But and I could kind of believe that because like every company that has a DEI program, no one's really knowing what they're doing, you know? Because yeah, like at my I mean, yeah, yeah. Even if you take DEI, you know, diversity, equity, and inclusion, people hear equity and they think equality. Yeah. They're not the same things. They're far from being the same thing. Yeah. You know, and, you know, people, the whole DEI thing, it, uh, it definitely has worked its way into a lot, lot of uh, areas, you know, like you were saying, ESG thing. I mean, it's in school. Even the DEI thing is in schools. It's in, it's everywhere. You know, it's, it's I mean, that's another uh, battle we're fighting against the woke culture that, uh, you know, that they keep bringing up. Yeah. I mean, I, I did see a, a more of a push at my job and every other, like, honestly, every job posting I see, it mentions DEI. Um, but then I have friends that still haven't re it hasn't really come up totally yet. Like, cause they're mostly in not near cities, but, you said you've had uh, personal falling outs and stuff over like what yeah. stuff? Yeah, I. Oh, it's getting a little bit. Hold on, I might have to pause for a moment. Oh, okay. Got kids and stuff running around. I tried to. 
<laughs> but yeah, I had, uh, um, I have family members that, uh, that won't talk to me anymore. Um, sisters, uh, yeah, the, uh, uh, I've had some direct, uh, blowback, uh, from this woke culture, uh, friendships, family. Um, I have sisters that, uh, talk to me when they have to, but that's about it. Um, um you know, because they don't, um, I don't, I, I, any number of things, you know, I've lost, you know, I have a daughter that won't talk to me because of it. Uh, it's. Is that me, like me? What was that? Sorry. Um, just for your opinions or like, did you have a bunch of arguments and that's. No, I've never had arguments at all mm. about it, but they know how I feel about things. Oh. Um. But again, in the end, I'm a libertarian. I really don't care what you do with your life yeah. and how you live your life and what you believe and, you know, what you say. But when you start forcing it on me or telling me that I have to agree with a certain thing that you agree with or else, well, I'm, I'm sorry, it's not going to work out too well for you. Um, you know, I mean, I don't let the, uh, I don't, whenever the government says something like that, I question it. Whenever somebody, whenever a person, regardless who it is, whenever a person says something like that to me, I'm going to question them as well. Um, and, and that's, and that's all it is. I've never, uh, I've never said anything bad towards any of my relatives that won't speak to me. I've never said anything bad towards my daughter. But they know that uh, I don't buy into all of their woke ideals. So, you know, here we are. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, well, you said it may have come up on dates, too, like in... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I had... <laughs> I had... I had gone, I've gone out in this with, on a, on a couple of dates with this, this woman. Um, and we were getting along really well. You know, we talked and, you know, had beers, had ice cream, went to dinner, this, all kinds of good stuff, you know, you're doing when you first start dating somebody. Um, she immediately starts bringing up, on our third date, she decides to bring up um, some political issues. And right away, I told, you, told her right off the bat, you know, look, I'm a libertarian. I'm a libertarian. I really don't care what you believe, you know, how you live your life, the things that you do. That's not my choice to tell you how to, how to live. Yeah. Uh, she didn't like that. And she started, hmm. well, what about, you know, uh, her big thing was uh, the Chinese. She had this huge, I don't know what, what her deal was with, with Chinese, but she was like in love with the Chinese for some reason. I don't know. She said, well, what about, uh, you know, our relations with China? I was like, well, what about them? I, I don't care. You know, it doesn't, I mean, I buy my stuff at Walmart, just like, you know, hundreds of thousands of millions of other people, which most of the time it comes from China. Yeah. Um, I said, but I, I am, I do not, you know, favor 
the CCP, you know, the Communist Party of China. I understand that they, th their governmental control over all their businesses and, you know, what they're doing to the Uyghurs. And as soon as I said the Uyghurs, boy, she was just like, that's it. That's done. <laughs> she didn't want to talk about, uh, you know, how China's uh, mass slaughtering millions of people that won't fall in line. But, you know, it is what it is. Needless to say, she got up and walked out. And, and, and you know what the thing is? Our third date, she chose this. Our third date was at um, a place called Hamburger Mary's in Florida. And it is a, uh, it's like a drag show burger joint. Oh. Got pretty darn good burgers, but the whole time while you're eating and drinking, there's drag queens all around dancing and singing and doing their, doing their bit. So <laughs> I really didn't care. I'm like, well, whatever. You know, but then after she started talking about China, I was like, oh, okay. Now it makes sense. Hmm. Yeah. But so now anytime I am dating, the first, the first thing that I, I uh, have to bring out is, look, if you're going to start trying to get me to believe a certain way, it's not going to work out. I'm going to tell you right off the bat. You know, I, I always preface that now. Yeah, um, was that around, I mean, was that around the pandemic when, uh, yeah. the whole Asian hate thing? Yeah, the whole blame it on China. Yeah. The China. That, that was like what two weeks. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, wow. Because, <laughs> you know, at the time I was living in Florida, and Florida didn't, Florida didn't really, didn't really cut back too much on anything. Yeah. Um. You know, for a little, I think there was had a few weeks there where we were locked up. But with my with the line of business I'm in, I was never locked up. I was always out working anyway. I'll tell you though, during during that pandemic, during the uh, you know the the two weeks to stem the the or whatever it was, the spread traffic was really nice. <laughs> that was a that was a major plus. I could drive someplace that normally took me an hour. It took me about. 40 minutes to get there. I was liking it. Yeah. Yeah, I think Bill Burr posted something like that when it was yeah. like early in the pandemic. Uh, I mean, people thought it would be pretty short. Like, Yeah, well, that's what they told us. Yeah, I remember, well, um, it was, <laughs> things would go around like when it kind of started like, oh, look at the silver lining of being able to stay home with your family, you know, because people thought it would be like a month or something. Yeah. Thought. A lot of places. Some places are threatening to go back under quarantine. Oh. You know, I mean, wow. I think I heard, last time I heard was uh, something was going on in, D in Detroit where they were threatening to go back under quarantine if they couldn't do something. I don't know. Bottom line is wow. a, a lot of st states and cities, they're, they're, elected rulers um, got a taste of power. Yeah. And they went full bore with that power and they, it's how it works. You know, you give the state a little bit of power and they're not going to give it back. You know, and that's how in America, the, the people are supposed to have the power, but little by little over the years, we've given the state a little bit more of that power 
and they're never going to give it back. I mean, that's why government is so huge now. Yeah. You know, and it, it's just, it's, it's ridiculous, you know, and when I look, when I look at m the group of people that I, that I still have in my life, um, we don't disagree, we don't agree on everything. I mean, I have, I have good friends of mine who we really disagree on a lot in the woke culture, but we can talk about it and not hate each other. And still have a beer afterwards. Yeah, that's and that's good. what that's what we're missing nowadays. Yeah, I mean that's kind of going away. I mean, there's like, it's like uh, if you follow anybody that is not is critical of woke stuff, like, um, I know there's like a few guys that are like sympathetic to it that can talk to people. Um, but it's like you can count them on one hand. I mean, well-known ones like, yeah. Uh, those people that like you couldn't talk to anymore. Were they like randomly political? Like before that, did they not even pay attention or like? <laughs> yeah, and you know the thing is, ever since I was in high school, I've had a political mind. You know, a culture of. I've read about these things, you know, I've kept up on current affairs and, and I've always been talking to my family and friends and people in my life about this. Yeah. And they, they would always tell me, ah, ah, some of the things I would say about the government, about, you know, taxes, some of the things that I would say about the state, they would always just blow me off. Ah, ah. But now, you know, since this woke culture thing has, has taken over, yeah, a lot of these people that wouldn't listen to a word I was saying over their, you know, the last three decades are now, you know, all of a sudden, oh, you know, they're political, you know, majors. They know everything about what's going on. I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah. And, you know, and, and, they, and these are the same people that now are starting to say that using the word woke is a slur. Yeah. <laughs> you know. It's like it, it, what what they say. It's uh, it's the same thing as using the N word. I'm like, come on, are you serious? Yeah, and, I mean, know. well, yeah, I saw someone, uh, someone wrote an article about that, and also like how, I guess their first one of their first tactics was like to say, oh, well, oh, what is woke anyway? Which is I got responses like that on Reddit, <laughs> and uh, yeah. I was kind of like, why are they all saying that? And then I'm like, oh, this is a thing they do. That's kind of how it, I don't know. And it, it's gaslighting. Yeah. It's exactly what it is. You know, for so long, we've used the woke term as, you know, we know what it is, but we've never really put it into words. Yeah. You know, you know, when you see it, you're like, that's woke. That's woke bullshit. Or I'm sorry, I don't know if I could cuss or not. That's woke bull crap or whatever. Um, you know, but we've never really defined what woke is. Um, and, and, and that's a big thing that, we need, that I think that really needs to be done. Yeah. You know, a definition, you know, it's basically we have to bow down to, you know, the new societal hierarchies. Um, that have been put in place by all these, all these, the less than 1% of the population. Yeah. You know, 
I mean, you take, for example, skin color was uh, never a big deal. You always, I was always raised and I've always learned that you judge people like Martin Luther King did. You judge people by the content of their character, not by the color of their skin. But now, because of the woke culture, the color of the skin is what makes them important or not important. Yeah. You know, and it's the same thing with, you know, um, the LGBT community. The, um, the, uh, that whole community, it used to be that they just wanted their, their rights to be who what they wanted to be with. Yeah. But now, now it's so much more, you know, that that's what, that's, that is what makes them. It's not the type of person that they are or how hard of a worker they are, or the things that are important that they hold important that we can all agree on. What's important is how woke they are or who they love or what they want to be called. That is what makes them or defines them. And that in itself right there explains what woke culture is. And if you don't agree with them, well, you're a bad person. Yeah, it's like, it's just, I mean, you know, yeah, for a while it was called like SJW, like, and it was more mocked back then. Like, it was like, oh, these, like, ridiculous people, like, it's nobody, no one, (laughs) everybody, and even I did, I was like, oh, that's like no one. But then it it just grew, and like, then like other stuff came out where you're like, oh, I guess there's like a real belief system, like with CRT and like, oh, yeah. uh, 1961, you know, ESG. Yeah. Or 1691, I'm you know, you couldn't say the word retard because you didn't want to offend some people. You know, you couldn't you couldn't say, you know, dirty jokes in front of women because you didn't want to you didn't want to you didn't want to offend them. So what started off it started off as compassion. You know, being politically correct. Well, being woke is not it's the face of being politically correct. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, I mean where, like, back then it was, like, I mean, now it's, like, militantly <laughs> PC, oh, yeah. but it's, back then it was, like, I mean, but even, like, the radical stuff now, like, if there was just, if it wasn't being forced into every sector of everything now, like, yep. you might just look at somebody that's, like, oh, uh, we should, like, I believe in intersectionality or whatever it is, like, I would just go, oh, that's interesting, but that's too radical for me. Yeah. But I wouldn't be upset about it. Like, same thing with the trans. Like, I talked about before. Like, really, the 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 whole issue I have is just them going, well, no, that is a biological woman. Like, it's the same thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, I mean, that ju- as soon as that started coming up, I was like, wait, this doesn't make sense. And I'll just, like, not think about it. But then it just keeps coming up. Like, um, and- even... W- I think that's what so many people in America did. Yeah. Even though they disagree, they're just like, ah, it's not going to last. Ah, it's, it's, it's not going to last. 
But because we did that, they've taken control. You know, a, a, a very small minority, less than 1% of the population, their viewpoints are being forced on the rest of the country. And we've, everybody's bought into it. You know, they've used it as a weapon. Yeah. You know, it's the same type of weapon that, you know, Lenin used in, uh, in Russia and Hitler used in Germany. You know, they're going after certain groups of people, making them uh, believe a certain thing. You know, Hitler went after the kids. He had, he had the, uh, you know, I can't remember what they were called, the Hitler Youth. Oh, yeah. And he, he turned a whole generation of youth into Nazis by indoctrinating them from an early age, which is exactly what we're doing now in our schools. Yeah, I guess, like, yeah, because I was, like, over the pandemic, I was looking into, like, the cultural revolution in China, too, where that was all, like, most, a lot of young people were the most militant about it, like, and, but, uh, but yeah, like, oh, it was because of Mao, and this is all, like, it's not like there's one guy, which I guess makes it more confusing, but. It's like we're. It's I guess it just became like, why I'm a, a see what good of a person I am. I, <laughs> yeah, or social media or I don't know. Like, yeah, I mean, if we use China as the example, I mean, China's well, people look to China for so many things there, but they don't understand what uh, what what actually goes on there. I mean, they're first of all they're a communist country, um, that rules. Like the things that they do to their to their to their population, the ruling yeah. class, it, it's 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 outrageous. We would never, you know, allow those kinds of things knowingly to go on. Well, we might in America now, but we never used to. We would we would never let, allow that go, that to happen in America. But you know, people jump on and like, oh no, we got to protect China, got to protect China. Yeah, that was, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm skeptical that that woman you mentioned would even know, like, or just block out all the bad, like, I don't know how you would defend China. Like, I guess I get if she's, like, the people that are anti-Asian hate just as a blanket thing. Because I'm sure there really was people know. here that. I never even talked to her after that. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I texted her a couple times after that, and she ghosted me. So I was like, well, I, I really didn't care. It was wasn't that uh, wasn't that involved with it, you know, to to really care too much. It was only a third date, so yeah. I mean, you really missed out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I missed out on is that she she had red hair, and I like redheads, so. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it is what it is. Yeah, I mean. I used to always kind of keep that stuff in, like, and I shouldn't have, like, I mean, I I never got into big arguments. Like, there was one that I went on where, like, it was just, like, the girl was, like, Louis C.K., like, I guess you should just never do stand-up again, and I just disagreed, and it was, like, that was kind of the end of it, <laughs> so. 
Louis Louis C.K. Out of all the guys that got swept up in that, Louis C.K. didn't really do that much. It was didn't do anything bad. No, he got permission before he did it. Yeah, you know, it wasn't like he was going out there doing stuff. You know, he got maybe what he was doing was a little bit uncouth and yeah, but you know, each, to each their own. I mean, he wasn't doing it without their permission. Yeah, but you know, yeah, of all the people that got swept up in that. I think he's funny. Yeah. <laughs> I like Louis C.K. Yeah, I mean, at least he seems better now. I mean, because... I mean, yeah, for a while I was like, oh, I don't know, maybe he... But then I realized with a lot of that Me Too stuff, like, there were some, like, him and Aziz or whatever, there was some where you were like, okay, I don't... I think we're just all kind of blanket going, assuming horrible intent like because uh i mean if there were more stuff after that i would be like oh i don't know about him but like everyone kind of just assuming ex like what you heard was exactly how it happened like yeah and there was like what the only witnesses were him and the two women or whatever like i mean but with why like they, yeah you know and they both admitted that he asked first yeah you know, and they agreed. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, there, there was a lot of stuff that happened during that. I mean, it was they were they were jumping on top of everybody. Now, some of the people, you know, like uh, Harvey Weinstein, you know, there were some people like that that really deserved to uh, to go down. Yeah, and I can honestly say that most of Hollywood now probably deserves to go down even worse. Um, but you know, that's that's the that's the the wheel spoke of. Uh, of the woke culture. It all comes out of Hollywood. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, I mean. It is what it is. And then somebody, like, yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, not everybody spoke against them. I feel like, you know, somebody else brought up, like, I don't know. Some people were like, well, I think some people had an agreement with him and did agree to do. Yeah. You know. And then there was also, like, you know, vague stuff like, oh, it's not just him. There's so many more, but, like, nothing else has come out, really, of Hollywood, yeah. at least. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, Hollywood has its own skeletons. In it. I mean, the whole of Hollywood. Yeah. I mean, for how many years did, who was it, uh, Corey Feldman, for years and years and years, Corey Feldman was telling everybody that would listen that Hollywood was filled with a bunch of pedophiles. But nobody would listen. Yeah. Ah no. Uh Corey, you're you're just you're just, you know, you're wackadoo. You you know, whatever. But <laughs> he was right. <laughs> you know, I mean it's coming out more and more that, you know, I wouldn't say that any of these a lot of these people are straight out pedophiles, but I mean if you're in my, in my mind if you had a pedophile that's doing horrific things and you stick up for that person just because he's a so-called friend or she's a so-called friend, you're just as bad. Yeah. You know? And I think that uh, is rampant in Hollywood. So both the doers and those people that uh, want to stick up for the doers. And well, they don't call them pedophiles no more. They're called minor attracted oh, people. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, 
woke culture. Come on. Yeah, I mean, ha- have you had any of that come up with, I don't know, your your kid or anyone else? Kids in I, school? I have, have I have two little kids, um, oh. two younger ones. Um, and I work my hardest to teach them um, what's right and what's wrong. And then when they get to, you know, when they're old enough to think for themselves, when they're adults, they can make their own decisions on things. Yeah. That's, that's how things are supposed to work. Um, but they also know that I don't mess around. I don't play, you know, with any of that. Um, and people know uh, if, if something were to happen to one of my children, boy, That'd be that'd be a dark day. Yeah. So you know, I, I try and teach them as much as I can, and I you know I have them uh, learn what to do if something comes up, if something were to happen. Um, if they're if I'm close, I'm the first person they're supposed to go to. If I'm not, they need to go to somebody else. But I need to be in the top five people that find out what happened. And. If I can, I'll deal with it. But if I can't, then you know we'll let the uh, the proper authorities deal with it. But we'll, you know, that's how they. I, I, I've taught them these things. I want to make sure that uh, they understand as they grow up that this is what they have. This is a foundation that they have to grow on, kind of deal. Yeah. You know, I don't want them buying into all this woke culture stuff. Uh, that's pushed everywhere now. Yeah, and I mean, that did seem to kind of get people to finally speak up, like, with the kid, introducing yeah. stuff to kids, like, and I just, like, I mean, I don't have kids, but, like, my nieces and stuff, like, uh, they definitely don't judge races or anything, like, because, like, I, I even did, like, before, I guess, being around, I mean, just from what I hear and like being around them, like they actually don't like, I actually thought before, I guess I had my nieces and stuff like, uh, maybe kids do go, what's that? If they see a, <laughs> I don't know, drag queen or something, I don't know, black person and they don't normally see it, but I don't really hear of them doing that, you know, and they live in like a rural area. So. Yeah. You know, rural, 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 Rule, yeah, I'll get it right. Um, those communities are usually pretty good. I mean, because usually more tight knit. Yeah. Um, but more and more of these uh, woke woke soldiers, I guess you could call them, are moving into the rural areas uh, because they know that's where they're needed. Uh, you know, these drag queen. What is it? All the ages drag queen shows. Yeah. You know whether that they're popping up. I mean, there was I, I live in a small town, and one popped up here. Um, now, had I known about it sooner, I probably would have been down there saying something. But I didn't find out until afterwards. And I, Are you kidding me? This is a small town. Hmm. But you know, they're going. They're going everywhere. Um, they're trying to. They're trying to get the people to get there to influence because there's always parents and it's usually liberal white mothers 
that uh, want to take their young kids to these shows. And it's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that. some people are like, oh, what? It's, it's, they're just reading stories to them. But I'm like, what's the, like, it just doesn't make sense. What's the point of, <laughs> who? I would have never even thought of that, like, someone doing that, I don't think, like. It'll yeah, be like the last seen, thing I ever invented. <laughs> I always, I always ask people, "Have you, have you seen drag queens?" Yeah, they're not, they're not just like everyday, you know, Joe Schmo people. They're really made up, flamboyantly. They usually got these huge prosthetic breasts. And there was one I saw in the news the other day that, uh, as he was reading a story time, he opened his legs and he, his junk was hanging out. So I mean, come on. You know, this this is not things that are for kids. We used to, as a culture, as a society, we used to agree on that. Yeah. You know, we used to agree that, okay, if you want to have your drag shows, that's fine. As an adult, if that's what you want to go do, then you go do that. I don't care. But the kids were the limit. No kids involved in anything. But it, we don't agree on that anymore, obviously. and. Uh, it's getting worse and worse, you know, and it's going to take people to actually stand up and say something to speak about, to speak out against it in order for it to stop. Cause for too long, we just kept turning our cheek and saying, nah, it'll go away. It's just a phase. It'll go away. It's not going to go away. Yeah. You know, in my viewpoint, what they're trying to do is they're trying to take over the country. And just like Hitler did with the, with the Hitler youth, you indoctrinate them at a young age. And they grew up believing in that filth and that and those lies. And then that becomes their truth. And that's something we got to put a stop to. And as adults, it's our in my, in my viewpoint as adults, as sane adults, it's it's our job. It's our only job that's important. Is to protect those that can't protect themselves. Yeah, and kids are among the most vulnerable uh, in 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 America, and we need to protect them. Yeah, yeah. Like I guess uh, the pandemic and the uh, the BLM. I don't know. Just that whole period made me like, you know, people really underestimate like how social uh, shame and pressure are like. So, like, it's, like, the number one, I guess, fear people have. I don't know, like, that they might be called racist for, plus the left keeps framing it incorrectly, where, like, somebody just reads, like, oh, why would somebody be against anti-racism? What's wrong with that? But then they don't know what it is exactly. It's just, like, an incorrectly... (laughs) Yeah, the whole anti-racist thing was... Another woke attempt. I mean, it's not enough to be against racism. Yeah. You have to be anti racist, which is, I mean, it's stupid. I mean, let's just say what it is. It's stupid. You know, okay, I don't, I don't agree with racism. That's the bottom line. I don't care. You can, you can call me whatever you want. I don't care. 
I'm not going to call myself anti-racist because it's antithetical to uh, anything that I believe in. So dumb. Yeah, like, and they all, I mean, every company and everybody, even that wasn't a company, was weird. It was like they all said the same religious sounding. They were like, um, I am not racist. I'm also like actively <laughs> anti-racist and doing the work like that. And they just parroted that over and over. It was like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was, and then like you look into it and, a lot. and the guy who wrote like the, the book or whatever, like where it comes from, you know, James Lindsay talks about like how it's like, you either admit you're a racist or you're being like, there's no escaping the fact that you're racist. So like there's actually, it actually negates its own argument. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it, it's definitely, it's definitely something, you know, the guy that what was Ibram X. Kendi. Yeah. That, that's who wrote in the anti-racism books. He he's a huge racist, <laughs> you know, and it's the, the the things that that they put out, you know, that they were trying to say what that was you need to be against because it was a, a white uh, characteristic, you know. I, I yeah. don't remember exactly. There was a whole list that they put out. If you're if you're productive in society, if you if you're kind, there was a whole bunch of stuff that they put out that if you believe in these things and you do these things, then you're furthering, you know, the white agenda. I was like, are yeah. you kidding me? Yeah, so really. They're saying that anybody, anybody of color should just stay at home and be lazy. You know, that's what it came down to. It was like, are, are you joking? It has to be a joke, right? Yeah, it was like, I mean, it really did feel like that, that, um, the Floyd thing happened and then they just were like, let's go all in. Let's push it as far as we can. And like, I mean, I, I just, I know that popped up like they would have, well, even like a year or so, two ago, like in the museums here, there was like all the, it was all of like Black Lives Matter stuff. Like, yeah. Um, And they like uh, it. Just like I don't know, it was just all knee jerk. It was all too fast. Like they made decisions too quickly because that happened, and they were like, "All right, let's do this," and then let's uh, <laughs> um, like yeah, they everybody's just jumping on a bandwagon. Yeah, what of what's popular now? Without looking, you know, if I, if I, I don't know for sure, but if I'm I. Think that that Ibram X. Kendi is a, I think he's a Marxist. Yeah, I think so. If I if I, I can't be a hundred percent positive about it, but I'm almost sure that he, that, that he is. I mean, and that, without reading anything else about what a person does when they're you know a self-avowed communist, socialist, Marxist, whatever you want to call them, that in itself right there is enough for me to see. Yeah, okay, I'm not going to listen to anything you have to say. Yeah, I had, I mean, 
I don't know. I don't. I think yeah, it was like around that time I looked up the Evergreen College stuff and like yeah, that Robin D'Angelo lady was in a lot of those <laughs> videos, and then all of a sudden her book got put in everything, even like lists on my, you know, on major companies' websites. Like, oh, these are the important books. Uh, like white fragility. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Robin D'Angelo. She's she's something else too. And there's a whole slew of these people, you know, that are like yeah. that. Um, and they're the same people that are going to come out and say that uh, capitalism is the worst, and it 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 demeans people and it pushes people down. But I guarantee you, Ibram X. Kendi is a millionaire now because of capitalism. Yeah, you know, and a lot of these people are the same way. You know, it, Robin D'Angelo. If it wasn't for capitalism, she'd probably be nothing. You know, now she sells all these books about seeing whiteness and, you know, what does it mean to be white and white fragility and all this crap. But she sells these, I don't know, I don't know if she sold millions of books or not, but she sells a lot of books because of, of uh, capitalism. Yeah, I mean... A lot, I mean, some people talk about, like, that it's a religion, and, yeah, I mean, so many aspects of how they talk, really, like, I wish they would just label it a religion, because then you could just easily go, well, that's religious. <laughs> I mean, talking about, well, they talk about whiteness like it's this magical force, and I guess the same with blackness or whatever they talk about. It's always like, well, I have to, like... <laughs> You know, people have melanin, and there's like a force of whiteness. It's like, yeah, it's magic. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's hypnotizing. It's so, it's so, the whole, the whole idea behind it is just so, it's so stupid. <laughs> That's exactly what it is, and I'm gonna, I'll call it what it is. You know, I mean, if people believe in that, if people really follow that, and they think that that is, I'm sorry, but I think you're stupid. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you can't, if you're, if you're blindly following these things and you don't have, um, you don't have the wherewithal, the ability to go out and research things yourself and believe in things for yourself. I'm sorry, but you're stupid. I mean, we have this thing called the internet now. It's very, very, well, it's very easy to find information on the internet. Unfortunately, a lot of it's skewed. Yeah. That's why I use the Brave browser uh, because you can use DuckDuckGo as a search engine and it's not, doesn't have those Google al algorithms in it. Um, but you can find stuff both sides. I mean, if you type in woke culture in the Brave browser and DuckDuckGo, you'll get a nice bunch of options where you can read both sides of everything. Yeah. And make your own decision. So it's not that difficult to do research, to, to learn to learn these things. But people are lazy and just want to jump on the next bandwagon. Let's jump on the next social cause and see who we can go after next. It's basically how, what it boils down to. Yeah, it's a lot like... I mean, yeah, it just became so dystopian, like Brave New World or something after... Uh... Good reference. <laughs> <laughs> Take your soma today. 
yeah, I've been like, look, I've been watching this guy, conspiracy guy, um, and yeah, a lot of it does seem like, well, on my my podcast, I talked about um, uh, the Doctor Day tapes. They're called, and it's just like old videos are kind of hard to find, but how like this guy was supposedly told people what's gonna how society's gonna go, <laughs> and it like seems like it happened. So. Society me and my friend, definitely uh, has definitely definitely jumped in full. Uh, they've jumped into this whole thing full bore, and you know we're facing the repercussions now. I mean, look, they have a, a live action Little Mermaid coming out, and they changed the lyrics to the song to show consent. <laughs> you know that "Kiss the Girl" song. They changed the lyrics to show that there was consent. Huh. I was like, come on. I mean, not we don't not even going into the fact that they that they replaced um, a redhead girl with a black woman to play a character yeah. that was traditionally based out of uh, you know European storytelling. Not even going into that, they're changing words to songs. Uh, even Roald Dahl, a lot of his, you know, the guy that made um, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and books like that, they're changing things in those books so that there's no offending people. I mean, come on. Yeah, it, it it's it's weird. Like it's like they're encouraging, uh, like a lot of, you know, the whole hookup culture is still really pushed, but. It's like, but make sure you have consent. It's like, don't offend yeah. anyone. It's all these things at the same time. It's like, let's get a written contract before we go any further here. Maybe that's what I should have done to that one girl that uh, was so <laughs> pro China. On our first date, I should have had her sign a contract. No politics. Yeah. Until our sixth date or something. I don't know. Until we sleep together or something. I don't know. But, uh, yeah. And, you know, to me, I think the thing that tops it all off now um, is the replacing of women with men that want to pretend to be women. Yeah. You know, we have men playing in women's sports, men advertising women's, you know, there's even men in uh, advertising uh, tampons and, and, and pads and stuff. There's men dressed as women you know in lingerie ads yeah i mean it does patriarchy has finally shown women that men can do everything better (laughs) even being a woman yeah (laughs) and it's ridiculous women should be this is the women should be livid about this i mean i don't i don't get any woman that stands up and defends this i don't get it i don't yeah, I mean, they are the loudest defenders. They're always the most, like, it's mostly women that are woke, actually. I mean, yeah, and that still wear masks, too, here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, it is, like, it does get hard to avoid these kind of topics, like, even at a work, like, even at work meetings, you know, I've heard, like, you know, a coworker's kind of like, well, I want to go see the new Harry Potter play, but, you know, I don't want to support J.K. Rowling because 
<laughs> I I know trans people or something like that, and I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, what a what happened? Like, who cares? It's entertainment. Go and enjoy yourself. Well, it's also like okay, there's trans people, then there's like L, and they there's like a million letters to the LGBT. Yeah. So it's like okay, but by association, I might know it adjacent to trans person. It's like yeah. You have to go down the list. Oh, am I going to offend somebody? I don't know. I don't know. You know, you know, and growing up, you know, I'm, a, I'm almost 50 years old, you know, maybe hitting 50 here in a few years. Um, I grew up in the eighties in the early nineties. I had a lot of, uh, a lot of gay, lesbian and bi friends. It was no big deal. Yeah. You know, we hung out, you know, some of them went to do their own things and, I went my own way and, but it was no big deal. But now the, there's no LGB no more. It's LGB alphabet. And a lot of, a lot of the older um, gay guys that I talked to that I knew back when I was like 19 and 20, they have, they have no love in their heart for anything that, is comes after the LGB. Yeah. You know, they, they disagree with a lot of everything, all this other crap that's going on. Um, a buddy of mine uh, in Ohio told me that as far as he's concerned, they're just trying to hijack yet another movement and call it their own. And he's, he was specifically talking about this whole uh, trans movement going on right now. I mean, like, I get that that's like, uh, well, for a while, like, I don't know, it's like, oh, that's too touchy of a subject. Like, even when, uh, like, somebody on Reddit was messaging me, like, look, I understand how woke people can be annoying, but I don't want to trust, touch that trans issue. Like, and I'm like, okay, but that's like the number one issue. Like, that's what is going to cause the most conflict, definitely. Like, um, and also, like, I'm, for a while like you even start to like i even started to go am i a bigot (laughs) because but then i'm like no i only like you said like it's like yeah do whatever you want to do but once they started saying no we're literally the same as a woman i'm like yeah why do we have to pretend like i mean (laughs) yeah i mean you can call yourself i mean you can call yourself a you know uh non-binary deer if you want to i don't care yeah it's a it's your life but do not force the rest of the world to to try and accept that yeah i think it's also they go no trans women are women but they're not it's saying biological but that's what they mean people i didn't think that's what they meant for a while but they want And, and and this is where women should be pissed off yeah you know i mean there are some like i follow some on youtube and like they do they they're the called turfs and they do little beaches. They do go to different cities, but they always get first of all they always get assaulted. They always yep. get, and it's not enough of them, I think, because the women that are f- trying to defend the on the woke side they're so loud that I think they drown out the women that are actually trying to take a stand or something. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's. 
Oh, there was that one girl. What was she? She's like from Australia, I think, or something like that. Recently, she did. Uh, she was going to do a talk at a university, I think, and she just got totally, totally bombarded. Oh yeah. I mean, there's even that that one uh, swimmer that just recently came out uh, to talk against Leah Thomas swimming against them. And look at it. I mean, she got she got assaulted. Yeah. I'm like, dude, are you kidding me? And this is what, it, you know, they they preach inclusivity. You know, they want ex- acceptance. They accept everybody. And everybody should have the same rights. And everybody should be able to do this and do that. Unless you disagree with them. And then they'll kill you. Yeah. Quite literally, they've said these things. So, I mean... I don't know about you, but when somebody says, because I, you disagree with me, I'm gonna ki- I want to kill you, I take them for their word at what they're saying. Yeah. You know, I mean, at, at some point you have to. At some point you have to say, okay, you went a little bit too far there. You know, now I need, now I need to start looking at protecting mine and my own. Because I don't know if this person's going to show up at my doorstep because I disagreed with them. Yeah, the and you the know, thing is they we used to be go ahead. Uh <clears throat> yeah, like they I guess to them it's not a disagreement. It's like, no, this is life and death. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, but and, and that's and that's another thing with the breakdown of, of conversations. We used to be able to sit down and have these conversations with people we disagreed with. Yeah. And you know, we mentioned that earlier. It's 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 almost it's virtually gone now. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, like now, I mean, it's just come. It's more apparent that they are getting violent. Like, I mean, and like even in their language, like <laughs> the one actor, like Steve Van Zandt or something, the guy from Sopranos, he like tweeted something like, "We need to take out." Uh, I forget what words yeah. he used, but then he tried to play it off. I'm like, no, this is, I mean, there's nowhere else to go if you keep escalating. <laughs> yep. Like. <laughs> yeah, it's. Eventually, all of this that's going on is going to come to a head. Yeah. And my hopes are that it will go away peacefully and quietly much like it came in um i'm not one to espouse violence i don't believe in going out and doing anything which is why i hope that this goes away peacefully and quietly yeah and eventually one way or another it's going to um i just really hope that I really hope that there's no, there's not more violence. Um, we already, you know, we've already had, you know, we have school shootings. You know, we had the school shooting what a, a week or two ago in in Tennessee. We don't need this stuff anymore. Yeah. We really need just just to be human beings. You love people for who they are. Um, we don't not loving people or judging people based on the color of their skin or who they love or who they sleep with 
or what they look like on the outside. We need to go back to judging people by the content of their character, by the way that they live their lives. And that's just what I think. Yeah. Well, that's a little extremist for me, but, uh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's getting weird, too, where people are getting upset at actors for, like, uh, the Stranger Things girl for getting engaged because she's too young and maybe because they wanted her to be gay or something. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, they... And, you know, every time they, they 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 paint somebody a certain way, and when they when it comes out that they're not that way, uh, Hollywood turns on them very quickly. Um, yeah. You know, like recently, the, the big thing with, I don't remember what that girl's name was. It was in, um, ah, crap. What was that one show that just came out? Last of Us. Last Among Us, Last of Us, yeah. something like that. That girl, she... They went on this whole thing with how she had to wear bindings and how she felt more comfortable not being, who cares? You know, you're an actress that's in a movie that's supposed to entertain people. I don't want to hear about any, all this other stuff. I really don't. Yeah. You know, um, I mean, just to, to start off with, I'm not, I'm not the biggest fan of Pedro Pascal, uh, but I watched it anyway. And it wasn't a bad show. Pedro Pascal is a good actor. Yeah. I, I dislike him for, you know, personal reasons, but I'm not saying that I'm not taking away from his acting abilities. Um, the, the show was a good show. But uh, all this other stuff that started coming out afterwards about the girl and how they acted and how this, I really don't care about all this stuff. I really don't. Yeah, I mean, I was skeptical because I know this, the like, second game was controversial because it maybe had a trans or it had some weird political stuff in it. So I know that eventually... I I never played the games. I don't even know. Yeah, haven't I just know when the second came out, it was like this weird... uh, Oh, yeah. They made a real butch, but people thought, oh, is she trans? It would just... (laughs) So I think it'll... The show will get weird, I think. But I don't know. Maybe not. Yeah, that's a, uh, I have a, an upcoming episode on my podcast is my two, I have two sons and they, they played the game and they watched the, the show. So we're going to do a discussion on the show with oh, cool. me, which I've never played the games. I had no idea what the games were about, um, but uh, watch the show and I thought it was pretty decent, but we're going to have a, a nice drawn out discussion on that. I don't oh, know cool. when, but hopefully soon. Yeah, um, yeah. So I, wanna, I don't want to keep you too long, but uh, okay. Yeah, thanks for coming. Uh, I mean, have you noticed? You, I don't know. Even with horror movies, like I do notice agendas being put in there. Yeah, you know, there's definitely, um, and honestly, with horror movies, there've there've always there've always been walking that line between. Um, one side of things as opposed to the other, you know, politically and culturally. Uh, horror movies have always been been that way. Yeah, and even even nowadays, one of the things that I I enjoy I, I don't care if you put a gay character in a horror movie or a trans person in a character yeah. in a horror movie. 
I don't care. What I care about is, is, is the story good? Is it drawing you in? Are you focusing on these people because of what they are? Or are they just, okay, you got a trans person just getting killed by Jason Voorhees, you know, or, you know, whatever it is. If you're, if you're introducing these characters and you're focusing on that, on this character, it's going to be a terrible movie. Yeah. But if you, if you bring these characters in and you just let them play in the movie just like everybody else, oh, God. You know, you let them play along in the movie just like everybody else, you can have a good movie. Yeah. But do you watch much much horror? Yeah. Yeah, uh, me and my family do. Yeah. What's your favorite horror movie? Um, I don't know, maybe... The Shining, I also like the the recent guy who did like Hereditary and Midsummer and stuff. Nice, Midsummer. I like that one. That's a real good movie. Yeah. Well, you know what? I might have to have you come on my podcast and do. We'll do a movie. Yeah, that would be cool. I actually, I like Hereditary. That's a good movie. And I hope I wasn't too long winded. I like to talk about these things sometimes. Oh no, that's okay. Um, I usually go too long too. So, <laughs> uh, all right, brother. Yeah, thanks for talking. And uh, absolutely, anytime, anytime. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to talk about this stuff with people. A lot of people are shy away, or they just, you know. <laughs> well, I'll tell you one thing: that's I do not shy away from much. So <laughs> that's good. That's a fault at times, but you know that is that is me. So. All right, yeah, um, have a good weekend and stuff. You too, brother. Well, I'll talk to you later. Okay. Bye. Yep, thanks. Yep, thanks. Yep, thanks. Yep, thanks. Yeah.